0: I've been a champion for growth for decades since the loss of my mother. Together, we are growing. I'll give you weekly tips and small steps that will move the needle forward so that you are experiencing a healthy inner relationship with yourself. Let's get started. Hey there, and welcome back to Growing Through Grief with your host, Diana Curtis. If you're brand new, welcome, welcome, welcome. We are so grateful for our growing community of individuals who are ready to heal and grow through grief. Everything has to grow, right? When we don't grow, we become stagnant. When things don't grow, they become tangled or warped. And when a loved one dies, The traumatic event causes parts of us to be in pain, lots of pain. Oftentimes, the grief can cause us to stop growing. We become stuck in the moment at the place of the loss. Well, that's how I felt a few days ago. When I was thrown back in the arms of grief, I felt completely numb when my brother, Larry, past, completely numb. I felt like I was rejoining this club that no one wants to be a part of. And today is the first day I felt like hopping on the Mac to share about my experience. Now, by this recording, the going home celebration has taken place. And I was so, so honored to be able to speak at the ceremony and offer a blessing of gratitude for his presence and for his time here on earth, for his presence and his time on this side. Okay, so I promise to keep it real, right? So I'm going to answer the question, what does it feel like to be me right now? What does it feel like to be me? So as you might imagine, I'm experiencing a lot of emotions in between the loving conversations with my children, my sisters, my brother, and oh yeah, my spiritual community, waves of sadness continue to overtake me. Yes, I'm grieving for more conversations with my loved ones who are also dealing with their own pain and upset. I'm grieving the loss of a deeper connection with those who are left behind to grieve in their own particular way. Grief, grief, grief. One of the many definitions that I have for grief is we simply want something to be different from what it is. When we don't get it, we grieve it. We're wanting time to stand still. For me, it's in the quiet moments that the feelings start to bubble up inside of me. Some of those feelings, some of those emotions reach the surface and I feel them but they're not quite ready to release themselves. While there are other emotions that are showing up and they are screaming to get out. Let me out, let me express, let me experience myself. So what do I do? I just allow those emotions to move through without any resistance. Now that's a quick glimpse of what it feels like to be me right now after losing my brother. As a grief specialist, I know how critical it is to pay attention to what's happening in my mind and my heart. I know it's important that I don't push those emotions down because they will come up and they will bubble out into the world as anger, denier, shaming others, maybe shaming myself for what I think should have happened or should not have happened. You know, we all have our own flavor of suffering, right? And the truth is, when we blame and shame, we're reliving our own stuff. Yet, we attempt to project our stuff, our pain on other people, rather than take a pause and focus, go within and focus on our own pain. I also know how the ego works, especially when you think you can do it alone and especially when you are a grief specialist, right? I have the tools. I don't need support. That is so not true. We all need support when we lose a loved one. Let me share a little about my brother Larry. He is so dear to me. In my first book, there will be a chapter on losing Larry a chapter that would capture how our hearts were so connected. When we were in a room together, I always knew he had my back. And I don't recall ever having a major upset with him. I just don't recall it. Yes, we were, and we will continue to be good together. Now, if given the opportunity to hit the reverse button, and do the relationship all over again, what would it be like? Would it be exactly the same or would we do it differently? Would it go from being good together to being great together? These are questions I'm starting to ask myself, not with blame or shame or judging. It's just a season of expiration He was such a jokester, we expected to get a belly laugh whenever he came around. He's a bold individual. His stature of 6'3 was so powerful, yet he was kind and a gentle soul. And giving was a hobby. It was a way of life for him. He was always trying to give me something. He was always giving, giving, giving. Now, I'm so grateful that I get to see his face, his eyes, his smile, and my niece and my nephew face. Those are his two children and his grandkids. What a blessing and legacy to carry forward in honor of my brother, Larry. Mm. I mentioned earlier that grief can cause you to become stuck at the place of loss, at the moment of a loss but it can also send you spiraling on a runaway train. So I'm careful not to give meaning to those things that absolutely don't matter, and oftentimes to those things that are not true. I've been asked a few times already, how am I dealing with my grief? So let me share some very simple things that I'm doing beyond the obvious of staying connected to other people. So first, I'm choosing to apply a guiding principle in my life, one that will pull me out of the ditch when I fall in. I've chosen the principle of awareness. Some would call this tool presence, staying present, stand in the moment. Whatever you call it, the key is to practice self-awareness to acknowledge what is going on in your mind, in my mind, my heart, and my body at all times. Now, I love what Micah Singer says about awareness. He says, awareness does not fight. Awareness releases. Awareness is simply aware why everything in the universe parades before it. Letting this principle guide me is so comforting. It lets me know immediately when I feel tight, when I feel closed off, when I feel sad, and when I feel stuck. I know immediately that I can surrender and just let it all go. And I can do that by simply breathing, relaxing my body, and just let those emotions, that energy, move through but I have to stay aware of what's going on. I have to acknowledge it before I can experience it and let it move through. And oftentimes, my thoughts begin to shift to some fun memory I had with Larry. And then a smile moves in and I can feel a loving connection with him. Yes, there's this ebb and flow happening right now. But the great thing is, Each time I go deep into the pain, I come out so much better for the experience. I feel a greater, more powerful mode of expression coming through me, moving through me. And I know growth and expansion is taking place. Remember, we're here to grow through the grief, not get stuck in the grief. We will all no doubt lose someone dear to us and grief is part of the process. So why not grow during that process? I call it grieving with a purpose. So I welcome the grief. I see grief as a curious gift because I never know what's on the other side of that pain, what's on the other side of the grief. And it only means that I've loved someone dearly when I grieve. We miss our loved ones. We want them to return in the way that we are used to experiencing them. Awareness may not work for you. So my offer is that you find your own anchor, something that will keep you present and aware of what's going on in your mind and your body at all times. Know that it's okay if my way doesn't work for you, if my tool doesn't work for you, if my guiding principle doesn't work for you. You may just need to give yourself permission to do nothing but feel the pain. However, if you don't want to stay in the pain longer than necessary, try some tools. Reach out for support. Now, the second thing I'm doing is being very intentional right now. And I'm remembering this truth. My brother has moved on to the next part of his soul's journey. And he left so many beautiful gifts behind for myself, for the rest of my family, for us all to grow and to love each other. He touched so many lives. But here's the key. You have to allow those gifts to flow in. And you can do that. I can do that by keeping my heart open to all possibilities. Keeping my heart open and to remember that death is not the end. Death is a new beginning, and I get that it is the end of the way that I'm used to experiencing my loved one, but it can be the beginning of how I experience him going forward. For me, I'm creating this new relationship with Larry. It's an inner experience rather than a physical experience. It's now a spiritual relationship Relationship and spirituality is what I had to learn in order to heal the pain of losing mom. It worked then, and I'm trusting this process will work again. If you are struggling with losing a loved one or any other type of loss... And that stuff is coming up. You know, stuff like worry, confusion, difficulties, concentrating, mood changes, guilt, regret, fear, anxiety, helplessness, isolation, even sleep problems. The list is endless. You just want to be with those emotions. Just be with the emotions Yes, they are emotions. It's just energy moving through your body. And when I say just energy, I don't mean to imply that it's easy. It's not easy, but it's energy moving through your body. Choose not to fight or resist the pain, the energy, the emotions. Resisting brings on suffering, The more you resist, the more the feelings return, the more the emotions return. So just let them in and release them. Yep, in and out. The body is a processing center. It's not a storage container. Everything that goes in must come out. Just like the breath, we breathe in and we breathe out. Just like food and water, we take it in and we let it out. Emotions are no different. And remember, grief is necessary. It's acceptable. It's expected. It's normal. But suffering is optional. Now, if this truth doesn't work for you, know that it's okay. But I can tell you that it's working for me and countless others that I've worked with. Now, here's my last point. There are lessons in every heartbreak, but we have to listen for the lessons. I know, I know. My first thought was, I don't need a want this loss to teach me to go deeper into podcasting. No, 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 not now, not ever. No, I don't want to experience a heartbreak and I certainly don't want to experience the loss of my brother. But the truth is, every heartbreak Every heartbreak, whether it's a death or something else like a divorce or a betrayal in a relationship, has truly grown me. It has required me to dive deeper into healing and open my heart just a little bit wider. Each time has created a beautiful gateway to growth, but it has required me to surrender to the process of healing and growing. My spiritual advisor gave us this wonderful acronym for HEAL. Hold everything as love. Everything. We can find love in everything. For me, I'm choosing to focus on the love I have for my brother. And I know that healing is not a betrayal. Remember I said earlier, I'm using my tools to release the pain and replace it with love and honor for my brother. Please understand that what I'm sharing here is not the only way to grow through grief. It is my way. And I've seen significant results using these tools with clients. Yet, you might need other grief interventions. But my bottom line is, my offer is, don't grieve alone. Ask for what you need. Reach out and ask for support. Reach out. Get in a community. I hope you received something valuable from this conversation. Even if the needle moved just a little bit, I feel that I've done my job. Maybe you dug yourself out of the ditch with my favorite guiding principle, of awareness. Or maybe you started being deliberate about having that inner experience with a loved one who's no longer here with you. Whatever you decide, know that it will be the right decision for you. Now, if this message was at all valuable to you and you haven't yet, please head on over to your favorite podcast and subscribe, rate and review the show. Five stars are obviously very much appreciated. And it truly does help us grow this community and continue the movement of helping others grow through grief. I always appreciate your time. And I'm wishing you an awesome day. And I hope to meet you right here on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Growing Through Grief and being part of this loving community of women. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share and spread the word. Let's help all women become richer and more nourished in their heart so that they're able to just keep on rising. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or topic ideas, or you would like to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly at coachingtotheheart.org. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep on growing.